this song special for Saudi to say we are apologize. Is it too late now to say Saudi? <laughs> Douglas Slim and Juanita, the podcast. So we had a tiger show over the weekend on Friday. We threw a uh, Chinese New Year reunion dinner for Julian and Manli. It was a Chinese New Year reunion dinner, but also kind of like a wedding get together. Yeah. Because the story was, you know, he got married during the MCO. They couldn't have a proper dinner. Yeah. The in-laws hadn't seen each other for so long. So we thought, why not do everything at once? Yes, correct. We've asked people to submit their entry. Of course, Julian uh, was the one who won. Mm. But you know, Manli, his wife, didn't even know that he submitted the entry until he won. Wow, this fellow's <laughs> full of secrets. Uh. Yeah. He got married secretly. He entered this competition secretly. Yeah. <laughs> correct. At the dinner, uh, I heard them talking a little bit. Mm. So I joined the conversation. And she's like, when did he submit? Uh? I didn't even know. And she was so serious, you know, her face. I was like, Chua already. Like, hey, well, like, she was to see the submission then the father walked over and said like hey can we see your submission I was so curious as to why he won yeah no we met a lot of really um, interesting characters I think to put yeah. it mildly correct because there was the best friend Victor right we spoke to him over the phone yeah and he was this shy kind of we thought it was a banker yeah he was so he was so serious over the phone uh, but when he met, when we met him he was so chatty number one chatty number two he's a magician <laughs> yeah correct like, not, a, not an uncle with a coin trick magician a proper magician because yeah, the trick yeah. he pulled until now I don't know how he did it you know that was amazing he basically did this right asked me to pick a card yeah. I picked the card I put it back in the deck shuffle yeah. shuffle shuffle he says is your card in here and yeah. it wasn't there right Wanita? yeah correct he, we went through the entire deck it wasn't there yeah. the card shows up inside a wet tissue packet yeah it was amazing and the tissue was wet yes. so it was like in there for a while I don't know how he did it but of course the highlight of the whole night was uh, our performance uh. yeah of course <laughs> Such confidence. Tell you what, we'll play you clips, audio bits of our performances and then you can decide for yourself, okay, how well we did. Fly FM. So we had the Tigers show over the weekend mm. for Julian and Manli. It was pretty fun. They submitted their entry uh, for the Chinese New Year reunion dinner that we wanted to throw for them. Yeah. But it, it was also kind of like a semi-wedding because they had their wedding in secret during MCO. Didn't have the families together until now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was, a, it was a very good time. We had to perform for them also. We received a lot of submissions. Yeah. But then we got some secret intel from I think Manli's best friend. No, it was from Victor, from right? Victor, who told us. Yeah, who's Julian's they, best friend. Yeah, that they had this love song that they liked. It was a Shania Twain uh, song. Yeah. One, of, one of the more difficult ones if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, it was so hard to hit the key, okay? I fell flat a couple of times, I'm sure. You fell flat. Hey. Let me, and let me tell you why. Only I can say. You cannot say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you went off a few times. But let me tell you why. Not because of uh, you know bad singing or anything like that because you didn't come for sound check <laughs> <laughs> seriously guys okay okay I'm a professional uh. I showed up half an professional, hour okay. I'm a professional I showed up half an hour even the uh, the restaurant staff was surprised hey we haven't opened yet we haven't opened I said hey, excuse me I'm a professional okay <laughs> I'm not here to eat your fish I'm here to do sound check you didn't do sound check you just showed up took the mic come let's sing song hey <laughs> hello you do sound check also still it didn't work okay <laughs> what do you mean because because when we started karaokeing and I sang, the backing vocals still came on. Yes, not not just the backing vocals. When you first started singing, yeah. I thought, my goodness, Juanita sounds exactly like Shania right. Twain. <laughs> and then I realised Pietro, who was in charge of the karaoke, didn't turn off the main vocals. <laughs> exactly, that was so embarrassing. Nonsense, lah. We had to like restart the song about three times. Douglas did a stand-up performance, which was really good. 
as usual lah. And uh, but also, <laughs> oh God! But it was so natural. I felt like you were just talking to everyone, and then I had to like think to myself, "Hey, is this the stand-up bit, or is he just talking to everybody right now?" <laughs> yeah, no. Of course, uh, I uh, managed to make a lot of people laugh. Yeah. Except of the, except the, I think the father of the bride, because he didn't really understand English. <laughs> but he was a showman as well. Yeah, he held our producer's hand and started dancing with her. I think she's still recovering from that. But you can check out the videos on our Instagram. It's at 5M958. Fly FM. This story I think you'll like, Douglas. It's to do with cops and Penang. Yes, Penang! <laughs> <laughs> so cops calling for witnesses to come forward in Penang food court fight. Ah, good lah, Penang. <laughs> oh, from a food court to court of law. Well done. Well done, <laughs> my favourite island. So a video of a few men in a Penang food court fighting each other went viral recently. <laughs> um, according to the investigation that's been done, the fight was due to the haggling of customers and bad blood between the vendors. And this is according to the acting district police chief. Haggling? Yeah. Wow, Penang people that comes up. I, I didn't know you were allowed to haggle at a food court, right? I've never haggled at a food court. I feel like if you haggle at a food court, it's next level comes up. <laughs> right? Because the price is there. Yeah. It's stated very clearly. You go, you order, you pay. Everyone's trying to make a living. Yeah. But you know, there are some people, right? Mm. And, I need, and I say this not to be discriminatory because there are people in my family who are like this also. Alamak. They will haggle, right? And it's not about the price, you know. It's not because they cannot afford it. They can clearly afford it. Uh-huh. But they will want you to give them a discount because they feel that they've won. Oh no! It's some weird psychological thing that they have. They will go there and like, no, come on, like, give me best price, star. Give me your what is your best price? They pretend to walk away and just so that they can get uh, maybe ten cent or a one percent discount, and they feel they've won. I'm like, why is it so important for you to win? That's so messed up. Yeah, I don't know lah. However, I heard yeah. an alternate story to the cause of this fight. Okay. What I heard was right that there was an influencer, a uh-huh. food influencer lah, who went there bought. The the makanan from one stall yeah. then sat on the other stall's table there to do the video and this caused the fight. Oh, where did you hear this from? From inside information. <laughs> uh. Inside information. Yeah. Uh. Okay, on that note, the police chief is advising people not to speculate <laughs> <laughs> and also not to share footage of the incident. Uh. Ayah, too late. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Abang Police. No, but if Penang, right, is yeah. constantly coming up with news like this, <laughs> why not make it an event? Just, just Embrace the entire culture, lah, Penang. Come on, you should just set up a food court uh-huh. and I have WWE style fighting. It'll <laughs> like, be an announcement, you know. And on the left corner, we have Daniel Briani. And his opponent, uh, Stone Cold Ice Kachang. <laughs> it's a food court, and they are fighting halfway, and then suddenly it gets interrupted because Roti John Cena shows up, starts beating everybody, and then like, if you smell. <laughs> what Ahok is cooking? <laughs> Fly FM. Hey, you said there was no EPL over the weekend, but there were so many games being played. Yeah, my mistake there. <laughs> so, no, there was no English Premier League, okay. but there was the English FA Cup. <laughs> yeah, a lot of competitions. And you know why I kind of missed it? Why? I didn't realize that they had rebranded the English FA Cup to be the Emirates. FA Cup Exactly Emirates right You think of It's a, it's an Arab country lah. You would think The, the yeah. people playing there In the Emirates FA Cup Would be Al Halabi Versus Kurma FC Or whatever <laughs> <laughs> You don't expect names Like Liverpool And Manchester City I feel like so That's kind of rude 
<laughs> they changed it from the English <laughs> Cup to the Emirates Cup. Branding, lor. Oh man. Mm, branding. Uh, so Chelsea uh, beat Plymouth two one. They were supposed to steamroll past Plymouth. I don't know what happened. Why uh, on earth is Plymouth? <laughs> exactly. No, because see the FA Cup is very interesting yeah. because really small teams with maybe uh, you know one tenth of the budget of the big teams can play against the big teams and sometimes right. you get uh, David and Goliath story happening la. Okay. Uh, so it didn't happen here in the Plymouth case it didn't happen with Fulham also because they lost to City 4-1 okay. however uh-huh. Middlesbrough <laughs> again right, a right. team that's not even in the Premier League yeah. beat Manchester United oh. 8-7 on penalties <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so oh, Manchester United are very upset about this uh, embarrassed most probably yes Liverpool <laughs> yeah. uh, beat uh, Cardiff 3-1 oh. uh, Brighton and Hove yeah, didn't, We didn't do so well we <laughs> Of course Brighton and Hove Played the FA Cup against uh, Tottenham So oh. we played against A good team And then they beat us 3-1 So anyway I have a chant yeah. For the Brighton and Hove Albion supporters Here in Malaysia okay. uh, With regards to the FA Cup defeat Alright Okay 25-26 Brighton and Hove Albion We couldn't be champion We'll <laughs> Shed a tear, try again next year, where we will whack everyone. We're gonna whack everyone. Da, 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 da. That's what you say every week, though. Fly FM. So a chicken, like a pakal, was <laughs> apprehended for sneaking through the Pentagon security. This is such an incredible headline. <laughs> a chicken. Yes. Oh no, it's probably a spy. You know this chicken uh-huh. from Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I slap your own joke. Okay, so this chicken was apprehended in a high security zone at the Pentagon past heavily armed guards. There was no explanation as to how it got there though, but they managed to corner the bird in the freezing cold and also managed to hand it over to animal control officers. Say what you want about the US, la, but they take these things very seriously. Right? No. Like, I mean, there's no threat. La. This chicken is poor chick- probably got lost, but still they will call in like what animal security. Yeah. yeah, animal control officers. Animal control, yeah. They do yeah. it properly. Malaysia means, uh, yeah. what? A four foot long biawak walks into a restaurant, security <laughs> guard is there swinging it by the tail. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if this happened in Mindef, la, tell you, if, they, if there was a chicken that was caught in our Ministry of Defence, it would be lunch. <laughs> it would have been turned to curry already. <laughs> this was full on, man. Officers were called to pick her up. A sergeant then took her to the shelter where she'll stay until she finds a new home. But you know what America's going to do, right? Mm-hmm. They are going to fudge up the facts a bit yeah. and turn it into a blockbuster movie. Cue background music. In the world's most secure building, the Pentagon. Hey, uh, what do you guys want for lunch? A little fried chicken. One hungry employee ruffled the wrong feathers. Oh my god, the restaurant just called. They said the chicken escaped and he's coming for us. He ordered chicken, but what he got was revenge. Critics call it exceptional. Starring Farmer's Choice Award winner Cluck Norris as Jean-Luc Picard. Coming this February, no time to fry. Fly FM. So this chicken stuck into the Pentagon, which is the US <laughs> Department of Defense. Right? Yeah. But talking about sneaking into places, I was about eight or nine years old. You snuck into the Pentagon. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, I snuck out from the library All right. into the museum. What kind of a nerd are you? 
You actually snuck out of a place that is used for studying to do more illegal studying. Uh. You, you snuck out into a museum. No, I've got to get my learn on. I know, right? <laughs> Such a nerd. Um, I was about eight or nine years old, as I said, with mm. two other friends of mine. What um, were you all supposed to be doing in the library anyway? We were just supposed to be reading and okay. hanging out. Lah. Okay, mm. I think my par- our parents used to just leave us there. It was like free babysitting. Stay in the library, cameras there, everything's safe. And cannot make noise because library, you exactly, got to keep quiet. Exactly. So that was like perfect place. But right next to the library in Shah Alam was the museum. Okay. Okay, so the museum empty, right? On a weekday, uh, three of us snuck into the museum. We're looking at things like, ooh, so exciting. It was dark. It was empty. And then we walked into this place with all the Neanderthals. You know? <laughs> okay, the cavemen. Yeah, the cavemen. It was like a night at the museum before there was ever a movie. You know a child's imagination, right? Correct. You imagine everything that's alive. It's going to come out of the boxes and You're chase not, you. Yeah, well, weren't you all scared? Yeah, like, we you were. Know, you go into this, you've got these life-size patongs that are yeah. there, right? Yeah. Your, your mind will play all sorts of tricks maybe imagining stuff exactly and we were so small so mm. everything looked big right, right? <laughs> I went back it wasn't that big <laughs> as an adult yeah. but as a child oh man everything was huge so we were walking through it was very very scary and then uh, one of us freaked the other two of us out I don't know what happened but we started screaming screaming this, and running this is how hysteria happens right? no, in all these like female asramas right it's like what? this they will scare each other and then yeah. one fellow starts screaming everybody starts screaming <laughs> yeah. so no, what happened like did, did, did the guard come or yeah yeah obviously because we were making so much noise we were screaming and running through the halls the guard came and he was like this big guy holding <laughs> a rotan and we were like as children so scared now when I think back about it it's like what on earth was a guard doing with a rotan well, two possibilities here, Juanita. Yeah. Number one is that a lot of children actually sneak out from the library to go to the <laughs> museum and freak each other out. So he knows these are going to be children. He comes in the rotan. Or yeah. this guy is the most hardcore ghostbuster <laughs> like, ever. Like, no need charms, no need cross, no need any special words. He shows up with a rotan and all the museum hantus run away. Fly FM. Alamak, why got kopang? I didn't know BF coming today. Douglas, what on earth? What is happening? Uh, hi, BF, people's matcha. Salam peaceful, eh, wanita. Yes. No, I know today is a bit unscheduled. Lah, yeah, correct. But I feel it's an emergency crisis. Is it? Over the weekend, okay. uh, many people talk about the VIP, you know, drinking the expensive water. Oh. Yeah, I'm sure you heard about it. Eh? It's yeah, all over yeah. the internets and all that. So, I have to make a confession. Lah. Uh-huh. Uh, I also pernah the meeting uh, with this branded mineral water, yeah. uh, you know, in the room for everyone. But please, I implore everyone, do not jump to conclusion. Okay. Okay, jangan lompat-lompat sini sana. Don't make assumption. You know, kenapa ni VIP minum uh, air mahal-mahal? Betul, Karim? Huh? I want to make it clear hmm. that we do not drink these expensive waters, yeah. yeah, it is strictly used for us to wash hands. Expensive water to wash hands? Yes, yes. Macam kenduri. Because oh, uh, no, we are so dedicated, you know, in our meeting. Mm. We don't even want to leave the meeting to go to the bathroom to wash hands. Also because, bukan apa, uh-huh. this five-star hotel conference punya toilet, uh. tak best lah, Anita. Oh. Yeah, you know, we are used to the toilet in the seven-star hotels oh, wow. uh, that we own. 
Oh yes, yes, yes. yang ada butler. Ingat you know, kan Karim, ingat tak yang toilet yang canggih tu kan? Ada butler, ah huh? got the UD toilet and got the perfume for the buntut. Oh. Yes, yes. Wow. That's why our crap don't sting. Oh. <laughs> so, so don't simply make assumptions, okay, rakyat. Okay, I can assure you that every one of us VIP, we drink tap water. Oh. Tap water that we bring from our own homes. Oh. Uh, many of us have humble mansions in Switzerland, mm-hmm. yeah, the Caribbean or Fiji. <laughs> no, in fact, <laughs> Karim, Karim, uh, he brought some water, uh, my Fiji water. Bagi, bagi wanita. Ya, yeah, cepat, Karim, oh, pass okay. water. Th- thank you. Bukan pass water kencing. Oh. Pa- no, pass Pass the water to Wanita. Okay, Wanita, you can drink now also. Uh. But I recommend you go home and you make into sparkling water lah lagi best. What? No, just just, just put five minutes on the medium in your soda machine. You uh, order again? Uh, no, I don't have a soda machine. Oh, you must buy a soda. These machines are very affordable. Especially now that chicken price is down 20 cents. I'm sure with such massive savings, yeah, everyone <laughs> of the rakyat can afford one of these machines. Okay, jom Karim. Kita pergi makan brunch dekat Melbourne lah. If we leave now on our private jet sempat ni. Okay, thank you PM. I swear, this guy sounds like the Tinder swindler sometimes. Fly FM. So Riyadh and Bangkok are repairing ties broken after the big 1989 gem theft. Oh, so so Saudi is uh, repairing ties with the ties. <laughs> <laughs> yes, correct. So the story is that Saudi Arabia and Thailand just announced that they had re-established diplomatic ties after more than three decades because jewels were stolen from a Saudi palace. Like a lot or just one diamond? Like a lot. It's like an Ocean's Eleven in real life, okay? <laughs> Get this. A Thai-born janitor stole $20 million worth of precious <gasps> gems. Yeah. In 1989, from the home of a Saudi prince, which triggered a feud between the countries dubbed the Blue Diamond Affair. So exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, now we read about it, it's exciting. Yeah. But diplomatic ties uh, is actually quite serious. Right now. Do you know we yeah. almost had an incident with North Korea? I heard about this. Yeah, because, okay, there was, an assassination we don't want to get into that stuff lah, okay? because yeah, it's, it's yeah, quite yeah. Uh, quite a scary to talk about yeah tragic <laughs> and also I don't know what the real story is lah. Yeah. but basically after that I mm-hmm. think North Korea were very upset Ooh. and so they didn't want to release like the Malaysians who were there Yeah. and then I think we expelled the North Koreans that were here mm-hmm. and to make matters worse our champion Raja Bomo uh-huh. oh. <laughs> shows up at some beach somewhere oh my God. Uh, with his Coconuts and like <laughs> apparently facing North Korea, and he was doing some ritual where he What? had these make believe like missiles made from like Nanka or something like that. Oh, it was pointing man. towards North Korea and hoping that you know, I think like you know, if if Korea does everything, you know, we've got the power here, and we're like Korea has nuclear. You gonna <laughs> attack them with Nanka? Is it? <laughs> North Korea probably saw the coconuts and Nanka and thought like, let's not do this with these people. Now, to settle things, the Thailand Prime Minister flew to Riyadh where both countries announced the full re-establishment of diplomatic relations um, and now Saudi folks can fly to Thailand in May. You mean they couldn't... F- oh- They it was totally, yeah, it was totally well. cut off. Oh wow! Yeah, I know. I think the Thais must have done more than just go and say sorry, lah. I think there was a whole show because mm-hmm. <laughs> the Thais are very welcoming, very warm people. Yeah, but we showed up, had a cultural show, and mm-hmm. had a special song like this song special for Saudi to say we are apologize. Is it too late now to <laughs> say Saudi? <laughs> <laughs> sorry for my horrible Thai impression. Fly <laughs> ah. FM.
We had a tiger show over the weekend. Finally, it was a Chinese New Year reunion dinner that we threw for one of our listeners, Julian and his wife. Yes, and it was also kind of like a wedding dinner lah because yeah. they got married during the MCO. Mm-hmm. They couldn't do a proper dinner. Yeah. This also wasn't a proper, proper dinner, but at least it was something. The in-laws could meet each other for the first time in like, what, two years? Two, three years, yeah. So we did a little performance. We sang them a love song. That satisfied my karaoke cravings for sure. That sounded not bad actually. <laughs> well, you praise yourself. Huh? I, didn't know, I didn't know. I was just enjoying myself. <laughs> so it was very, very cute. We spoke to uh, Julian about his proposal and this is what he said. Actually, I proposed to her. Uh, it was at the cinema. Um, actually, uh, she didn't know about it. So I collaborated with her friends. I said that uh, to bring her for a movie. So thereafter, in the cinema, actually, I just booked uh, for like two hours, two, three hours. And then I actually played some video to make it as real as it could be. Then thereafter, that only I start to play the uh, some rec- recordings of myself and also uh, some video of us being together, our pictures together. Yeah, so she was then got a shock. Uh. That was an epic proposal. Man. Yeah, you know, I think young people these days they put a lot of effort into the proposal. <laughs> like they'll play tricks. Uh, they'll have uh, all the things set up. Uh, the fellow will come down from the plane, right? One person will hold one rose, give to the girl. Then the second passenger will give the rose. I've seen that on videos. <laughs> yeah. What I want to know is, yeah. what movie were they supposed to watch? Oh, yeah, because it was one of mine. Uh-huh. And they ended up not watching it. Yeah. And he said, pulled off this like wedding stunt. I'll be quite upset. Oh my God. <laughs> Nobody wants to watch your movie. Okay, Douglas. Fly FM. Did you hear about this? A ferry broke down because of low tide and it left passengers stranded at a Langkawi jetty terminal for eight hours. When you say broke down as in emotionally or what? <laughs> like everyone is on Chinese New Year break. This poor ferry has got to continue working. It's like, hey, I just want holiday. Lah. And he suffers an emotional breakdown. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder what's going on in your brain. Nothing lah. much really. <laughs> so from the videos, this looked like one of the worst situations to be stuck in, man. Especially during a pandemic. What looked like hundreds of people were stuck at the Kuang Ferry Terminal in Langkawi for eight hours because a ferry broke down last minute. Actually, when was the last time you took a ferry? Uh, a few years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. our family was going to Redang, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so bad. It was terrible. <laughs> so we walked into. No, see, this is not many people have nice ferry stories, <laughs> one, no. Oh, okay, continue. Sorry. Well, we walked into the ferry and it stank like vomit as soon as we walked in. There was like water on the floor mixed with God knows what. 10 minutes into the ferry ride, um, I could hear people like throwing up, babies crying. I sat as close to the window as possible, you know, with the with the window like half open, my face like <laughs> sticking out the window, just trying not to smell the vomit. It was so disgusting. But then what like, you will Ugh. smell is the sea water. Yeah, is- that's fine. As compared to the vomit, it made me want to like puke. Okay, okay, okay. Calm down. We are in a safe space, eh, Juanita. Ugh. Don't worry. Okay, just look at me. Look at me. <laughs> Oh, look at me vomit some more, is it? <laughs> exactly. No, so I can imagine it was a similar situation, right? Minus the seasickness at this Kwa terminal in Langkawi. Because immediately after the delay was announced, a few of the passengers went on social media. We could see overcrowding, passengers arguing with the ferry crew at the terminal. I think people were freaking out. 
<laughs> what to do? You know, <laughs> they probably wanted to go on the ferry ride to avoid the Chinese New Year jam on the highways. Yeah, probably. But putting also jam on the ferry. <laughs> like so Malaysia, we always have these things, right? Where it will upend our plans. Or no. My guessing is this, right? They uh-huh. already had a ferry breakdown. So they probably messaged the guy to come and fix it. Uh-huh. But he couldn't come and fix it. Why? Because the internet broke down. <laughs> so funny, he gets the message. He wants to go to the ferry. He gets stopped at the toll booth. Why? Because the RFID breakdown. <laughs> so when he called the guy to fix the RFID, he can't yeah. come. Why? Because he's stuck on the ferry. That <laughs> broke down. <laughs> That was very creative. Well done. Very <laughs> Fly FM. English class with Nina Saleh. Good morning, class. How are you all today? I hope you're well. All right. The word of the day is trauma, which means a deeply distressing or disturbing experience. You're supposed to create a sentence using the word trauma. Katija. Faith and prayer is the answer to all trauma, teacher. Very good, Katija. You can sit down. All right. Ladu. You know, teacher, my brother is Raju. He's a professional tabla player. He can play the tabla so good. And wow. his fingers are very fast and very strong. He play, play, practice into the tabla broker, you know. Oh so he, he practice using his head. He knocking, knocking okay. his head, you no, know, with like between his tabla. Okay, 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 Ladu. Just create a sentence using the word trauma, please. That's why now he is tiga suku because his head cannot blunt force trauma. Okay. Asing, create a sentence using the word trauma. My mother say, oh, we must sort the rubbish carefully. Don't simply trauma. Oh, Asing, that was so right, but so wrong. Fly FM. So a newlywed Malaysian couple got a gas cylinder as their wedding gift from their cousins. <laughs> you know, that's how expensive fuel prices are now, you know. It's considered uh, an expensive wedding gift. <laughs> yeah, inflation blows. Oh! <laughs> but this gift is lit, man. Okay, enough, enough. <laughs> Seriously though, this video went viral on TikTok recently where a newlywed couple received an actual gas cylinder as their wedding gift. You think maybe it was just an elaborate joke? <laughs> like maybe they showed up, right? They wrapped the whole thing. Yeah. And then the couple is like, oh, what do you get me for my wedding? And uh-huh. it was like, guess. <laughs> um, okay, guess. Uh, is it a trip? It was like, no. Guess. <laughs> like, oh, guess again. Uh, uh, is it a voucher? No, guess. And this goes on for two hours. <laughs> it was a joke for sure. In the video, you see all the family members sitting and standing around the newlyweds, all happy and Maria, right? Mm-hmm. Then a group of men carry in this large gift with a white cloth covered on top, places it in front of the couple, and they walk away laughing. So it was very clearly a tongas, lah. Yeah, very, very. Yeah, I mean, what could be so big, so heavy, and went doom? As you put it down I, why, why bother wrapping it even <laughs> I think these jokers Probably yeah. showed up And forgot the wedding gift <laughs> So they were like Oh no We forgot the wedding gift They looked around catering <laughs> And just sate, sate Yeah I just sapoed <laughs> One of the guests <laughs> The two guys Or it could be An elaborate yeah. Miscommunication Like the couple You know like uh, Wedding couples now They can have uh, They can set up a page Yeah And they can say What the gifts they want Oh yeah your wish list Yeah something like that right Yeah So maybe they wanted Something sexy You know like uh, Like What? a thong oh my from, God. from the brand Guess <laughs> And what they What? got Was a thong Guess <laughs> This is the Douglas Slim and Juanita Podcast Hang out with them Weekday mornings From 6 to 10am On Fly FM